0: Hello, welcome to The Honest Wargamer and I'm your host Rob. This is the Age of Sigmar Stat Center. I'm here live with the Twitch chat. Now, I haven't done the Age of Sigmar Stat Center for a couple of weeks because I was prepping for the World Championships, I was at the World Championships and then I was recovering from the World Championships. All of those uh, streams can be found on the T-Sports Network uh, Twitch and also the YouTube later this week. Uh, But my apologies for being away. I'm back now. Uh, me and the chat are going to go through a host of events. It does look like we have over 52 events to go through today, which is significant. So I may not read out all the four ones because that might take me probably 12 hours. Uh, but there is, a, there will be a blog post on the Oswald Gamer website, so you can go click them and go find all those lists for yourselves if you're interested. Uh, pretty exciting news about Age of Sigmar as is. If you go over onto the Honest Wargamer stats, uh, which are available for everyone as well on the honestwargamer.com. Well, the TSN stats, uh, sorry, on the honestwargamer.com, uh, organized by Robin Ziggy. Um, the thing that to talk about is that we currently have for this GHB alone 110 uh, tournaments. These are two-day tournaments, 110 in there, 9,700 matches. Uh, what is really exciting about this, if you're an Age of Sigmar player or if you're looking to get into Age of Sigmar, is that this is a huge uplip, uh, uplift, 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 leak leap reshoot uh this is a huge uplift from last year uh where probably by the end of the year we're going to hit 300 events for age of sigma where last year we did 200 so a 50 percent uptick is pretty incredible uh loads more players in there uh, loads more communities in there as well uh we have events in china philippines peru mexico um northern ireland uh, so like loads of like exotic and far-flung places um, so that means the community is growing which is great more games which is great and more friends which we love to see so we're gonna get through all of the five O's and four ones now I hope you enjoy the show if you do enjoy the show uh, then obviously you could join us in the chat that's my favorite thing for you to do and come and hang out uh, we we're live Monday through to Friday 11 a.m till whenever. Um, or you can support the show on patreon which would be great right here we go the first event we are going to look at is the mancunian carnage happened a couple of weeks ago and had 74 players it playing Uh, this was located in england at element games Uh, now the event was on stats and ladders and the ladder which is interesting because it's called sats and ladders isn't available this means it doesn't chronologically order the um chronologically it doesn't order uh the lists and also the players via like wins and everything else so i'm just not going to go through it because it's just a faff that would take me hours and i have a lot more events to do uh but if you are running events like that um and you would like us to read them out on the show please do finalize your standing so that uh, we can do that sort of work. Uh, otherwise, probably just won't bother doing it. Uh, but to shout out the players that did really well at the event, uh, Mike Stewart and Russ Veal, both went 5-0. Congratulations to both those two players. And in the 4-1 bracket was Farron K, uh, Farron Key, Key, Terry, uh, Owen Jackson, James Harrison, Malcolm Price, Matthew Davies, Tom Marshall, and Ben Curry. Um, uh, like, so congratulations to all of those. I would like to shout out uh, my wonderful friend, Rob, who does the stats, who came 13th at the event. Uh, great shout out to him uh, i was able to find his list he was on so black grave lords legions of blood uh vampire and zombie dragon with of course the doom minions and mist and shadows i probably will have to say that a lot over the course of this so i'll just be uh specific doom minions is a command trait that allows you to pick um is it three three enemy units um and then as long as they're not heroes and monsters and you get to hit them on twos with all of your army and then uh, the artifact of cloak mist and shadows is a three up in uh, three up unrendable armor save which is pretty cool uh, then he took the uh, vampire lord with the artifact the amulet of screams uh which is actually pretty decent and i'd like to see a more list which is every time you cast a spell you take mortal wounds love to see it 30 death Rock skeletons which i'm a huge fan of um 10 death rattles 10 death rattles 10 blood knights obviously they're really really good along with neferatu also in the list neferatu's got a spell to give you an unrendable armor save um but you can no longer add positives to that via the FAQ and then a corpse cart because the corpse cart is legit. Anyway, congratulations to everyone at Carnage. You did really well. Apologies, I haven't read your list out. I hope you don't take it personally. It's just, um, it needs to be in a more functional system for me to do so. On to the next event. Our next event is the Loonshine Shine Noches, uh, which was 37 players playing in Mexico in Tijuana. I've definitely got that wrong, uh, how I've said that, but there you go. It was organized by No Aquino, uh, shout out to him, and we had two 5-0s from the event. Uh, we had a Guild of Summoners Disciples of Zinch army run by Shane Lambert and then Gareth Thomas with a Blades of Corn Reapers of Vengeance army. Now there's a really fun thing, uh, Disciples of Deinch, Guild of Summoners, just in case you're unaware, uh, sub faction you can summon a lot of change uh for nine points to start with and 18 points after uh, with your fate points which you generate which is uh what they do then you've got courage fate weaver cast three spells generate fate points i thermitage uh with the tusk helm so he's going to be doing mortal wound impact hits when he fights in because he's kind of like a like a fighty mage he's like a he's kind of like a fighting combat foot hero is also a wizard or well, not that survivable um but he's got the tusk helm and also tunnel master so he can do a deep strike um or he can do a teleport across the board and then obviously with your zinch dice um and not for like with his zinch dice can pick the result of a charge and then the tusk helm obviously will do mortal uh wounds based on the result of that charge uh then go on, go on somewhere on disc uh with a demon spark for generating extra uh fate points for summoning uh, the Blue Scribes and then three lots of 10 Karakakalites and this of like okay. I mean you don't see the Gaunt summoner loads Definitely don't see the Ogre Thermitage loads and Tunnel Master and Tuskelms are fun and cute combo I love that basically do a teleport Roughly do six mortal wounds on the charge. It's pretty fun. Love to see it. And then he's got a mutilous vortex beast like an absolute badass doing mortal wounds at 18 inches up to d6 mortal wounds and maybe creating spawn then he's got the demonic simulacum burning sigil Zinch, which creates more spawn does more mortal wounds and, Ravenax Nash and Jaws, which also does mortal wounds and then to finish it all off he's got six zangor enlightened uh on foot non-disc on foot because there are 180 points um which again is a very like uh unique little combat unit um which is very interesting. So, a really interesting list. Uh, The combo between uh, that he's got on the Ogroid is actually really cute, the Tuskelm Tunnel Master. uh, You really like to see it. And then having a Vortex Beast is just really, really cool. Uh, Now, Gareth, uh, in his uh, Allegiance Corn Army, so his Corn Army, uh, was running the Reapers of Vengeance. Now, Gareth has actually done super lovely um, uh, sorry, Gareth has done something really lovely, which I don't. I I think I'd quite like to see other people do when they submit their lists. Um, what he's done is he's written a note next to his abilities, um, and instead of just like using whatever the name is, so for instance, he's put that he's a Reapers of Vengeance subfaction. And then he's put that that gives you plus one to hit against heroes and hero kills give plus plus one blood tithe which is the mechanic that you get for corn when you play corn you get a blood tithe mechanic which lets you move models in the hero phase lets you fight in the hero phase lets you summon units it's kind of it's kind of your like tech that you have in a corn army and he's written that in which is just lovely to see other than that he's got a wrath of corn bloodthirster and again he's written that his artifact gives him always strikes first he's got a command trait that makes him a priest um, he has a prayer that lets him move in the hero phase, another prayer that uh, gives plus one rent to a unit. Uh, he has a bloodthirster and fetid fury, or as we call it, a boomthirster. Scarbrand, uh, then a slaughter priest uh, with tunnel master, a ritualist and the scar blood wrath. Then three times five fleshhounds and three mighty skull crushers. Then the wrath axe and the bleeding icon. Uh, so, lovely to see the formatting. Other than that, uh, there's obviously just some big power pieces. The fleshhounds are built to screen. And then using all of the blood tithe mechanics that you can generate in a corn army, it's about moving in uh, the Bloodthirster and Fettered Fury and Scarbrand for doing maximum damage uh, and hopefully wiping your opponent out, I think is kind of the trick with this list. So those are all the five O's. Let's move on to the four ones. In fact, I got that wrong. Just FYI, for people that were listening, the Bloodthirster and Fettered Fury isn't the firster. Just sorry, Scarbrand is. Sorry, the other ones are like tech pieces. I apologize. Uh, for making bigger charges so just to just to correct myself mid recording in the 4-1 bracket Taron Burke uh, was running Blades of corn, Reapers of Vengeance uh, Kyle Clip was running Soul Black Gravelords and Ian McLeese was running Courage and Overlords. Uh, Ian was running more of a combat Courage and Overlords list which was really fun to see uh, Kyle Calick was running a bunch of zombies and then Taron uh, was running uh, a corn army again but this time two skull cannons some hound battle line uh, and then scar blood wrath Gore richness and then scarbrand and the bloodthirst of unfettered fury so twice we've seen that combo now with a big 3d6 charge on a big power piece like scarbrand uh for some big damage congratulations to everyone at the event oh the event was also located uh oh, I've lost the it Looked like it was in a great place. So I'm excited to go to my first event in Mexico. So let me know when the next one is. Please and thanks. The next event is the SAGT. Uh, This had 32 players and happened in Australia. But again, the ladder is not visible. uh, So I can't go through the list. Uh, So shout out to Mark Nodge getting a 5-0. Congratulations to him. John McGrath, Adam Williamson, Quang Kvang, Kyle Murray and Kieran Coates all getting the four ones at the event. Hope you had a lovely time. And I hope the SAGT was wonderful at our next event uh, we had 31 players playing in the usa specifically in florida at the bloody beach gt the bloody beach gt organized by chris bagnell uh, and our event was one was one was taken out by uh matthew powell no relation to james powell i don't think and he was running carriage and overlords Barrack zilfin he had a carriage and overlords army he had an Arkenau admiral a navigator he had the commentary x Grunstruck, obviously which makes uh thunderous battle line uh, a navigator a code Writer, a chemist and then a unit of Thunderers, uh, a big unit of 15 Thunderers. Uh, an Arcanaut Frigate, a Gun Hauler, and an Ironclad. And then two cheeky units of engine riggers in the list as well, which is quite cute, you love to see, uh, ob- obviously being able to heal those boats. Then in the 4-1 bracket, we had Chris Houtling with his spike gets Mega Mob, uh, so love to see that, a bunch of trolls. Whitney Fairchild with Soulblight Gravelords, and then Stormcast Eternals uh, run by Joss Wheeler, and an Alexander Heimerdinger from League of Legends, Uh, using Osiark Bone Reapers, uh, which is fun. So uh, congratulations to all of those people. Our next event uh, is the War Games for Warriors event, um, organized by Paragon City War Games, being held here at the multi-level marketing company, Young Living Essential Oils. Uh, Inside though, there was like a waterfall at this event, which is pretty awesome um uh like so cool i guess uh and at the event we didn't have any five o's unfortunately uh but what we did have was we had a couple of four ones and we had den hell dan helwig uh with his he knights of snash army and then aaron daly was Sol like grave lords jonathan john tanner with his sylvaneth um all doing quite well so uh, we're just going to take a moment to look at the lists um, the Knight's Desh Army had Glutos or Scallion, could talk to Pitme with the strength of godhood and the Crown of Dark Secrets. That's the uh, that's an AOE aura. The Crown of Dark Secrets is actually really really good. It's an AOE aura debuff that reduces the number of melee attacks your opponent has down to one, um, which is very very effective. So you can use that to kind of like create a castle defensive screen behind some of your like other units, uh, and then a Lord of Pain, and then uh, 33 Bliss Barb archers in three units of 11. Uh, and then the Fain Slash, then some Stick Blade Seekers, a Simbramesh, Twin Souls, uh, two units of five of those, and a unit of Bliss Barb Seekers. So a mixed forced army where you're able to shoot with the seekers, either the Bliss Barb archers or the Bliss Barb Seekers, uh, to do a bunch of damage as it comes in and generate depravity. Uh, and then the other units can go in and fight and then make sure that they ignore uh, the attacks from your opponent thanks to the Crown of Dark Secrets. And and uh Glux of scullion is just a legitimate monster combat unit 480 points charging in doing loads of damage uh very very effective uh then you've got sort White like gravelords for the vikos dynasty with Kadia, kado, kado Radikar, vampire lord a white king and a necromancer and then some death skeletons some dead walker zombies some grave guard um 20 grave Guards sorry and then two units of five blood knights and a corpse guard normally you see those units of blood knights as a 10 uh, but in this case, you didn't see it, but you also didn't see Nefrat or anything like that. So instead, you got Kado and Radikar in there, being their frontline combat units. Um, and then those dead walker zombies um, and Desperate or Scarlet and screening out for the Grave Garden Blood Knights to do a load of damage. Uh, congratulations to, oh, and the final is Silver Nethil's Oaken Brow, Dothu, Warsong Revenant, True Lord Ancient. 2 and Tree Revenants and 3 Tree Lords. We've talked about this a lot already. They're able to fight the top bracket when they're in Oaken Brow until they've taken 30 wounds, the Tree Lords and Durothu. That makes Durothu just a much more aggressive combat character because he's got Great rend, Red 3, Damage 6, um, and then the Greenwood Gladiator. he gets to add extra attacks onto his attack profile. So he is just a 350 point legitimate combat monster, and those are generally quite rare nowadays. Uh, the tree lords are really tough to uh, battle because they can make you always strike last, um, and then the war song revenant uh, doing spells through the trees thanks to spell singer, and just being the great combat piece. Uh, sorry, the great support piece that you need for your combat orientated army. Our next event takes us over to New Zealand for the Artero New Zealand Age of Sigma Masters Twenty Twenty Three. They had eighteen players playing, and this was a masters event, so this would have been all the players that did really, really well. At their, uh, in their local community or in New Zealand, and they would have been invited to the Masters. Um, and it was located here at the Hobby Master Event Center in Auckland. And it was organized uh, by Jess Lee, shout out to Jess. Now, uh, first place, we have Jimmy Page with four and a draw. Uh, Jimmy was part of the Australian uh, My World's team. And in this time, he was playing Disciples Each, Guild of Summoners. He actually wrote his list as Jimmy. I wish I was playing Ko Page. He's running Disappearing Guild of Summoners. I've talked about that already. Summon Lords change, change caster, cursling, Magister, contorted epitome as a cheeky ally in there as well, which I think is quite clever, uh, especially because uh, of their spell to give plus one to wound, which I think is really good. Um, and then 20 Pink Horrors, uh, which is a hundred wounds, 10 Karakakalites, 10 Akarakalites, 10 Zangort, and 10 Skyfires. Burned the Sigil, Ravnax Session Jaws, and Demonic Simulacrum. We just had a conversation off-air um, about this, me in the chat, and we talked about the fact that zinch just do battle tactics and grand strategies really well. Uh, they don't have to engage, and they're a castle that sits well, and if you make a mistake, uh, they're going to beat you up. Uh, they are strong on the primary, and they have some easily to, easy-to-achieve battle tactics uh, and also grand strats so uh, they score points well that's why it's one of the most popular armies you saw at the HCMA world championships they score points very easily and they're very tough to stop scoring points which means even if you're going to lose you don't lose by much Um, and it only requires you to drop a battle tactic for yourself uh, or not hold an objective for a couple of turns and then the zeech army will overtake you uh, so well, and Jimmy's also a phenomenal player, so well done to him. Uh, shout out to James Struthers uh, with his BCKL Walkers going 4-1 and Sam Smith with his Goon Spike Gitz, also going 4-1 at the Masters. Should be super proud of themselves. Well done to both of them. Our next event is in Sweden. It's the Age of Sigmar Linkon event. Um, and we had four, three 4-1s. Four, we had Linus King Kingfors running his Sinesh Pretenders army, Contorted Epitmi, Lord of Pain, The Mask, and Bellacor, best pick. Uh, then 22 Blitzbob archers, two instead of 11, five seekers and some six base seekers and bliss barb seekers as well so not indifferent to many of the lists that we saw play at worlds and also lists that we're going to see play constantly someone did in the chat did ask when is someone going to work out a different sinesh army i think that's going to be quite hard as well because um the contorted epitome is such an incredible utility piece uh it's an auto include and is so very very strong bliss barb archers are your battle line which are and I've talked about this a lot. Shooting is just a more effective, or missile units, sorry, are just a much more effective way of projecting power than melee units. Uh, and I did that in one of my masterclass videos you can go find on the Honest Wargamer. Uh, I think the one where I was talking about oh, the top 10 sharpshooters. It's worth talking about that and the projection of power, um, because there's loads to talk about there. Uh, so yeah, great, great, great list. Then you've got Carl Edgner, um with Scarlet Doom, and he is running Nighthorn. Giant Souls, Krugras Cruciator, and then some Bladegeist Revenants, 20, and then three units of 10s, and some Spirit Hosts, and then the Banshees. The Banshees stop spells, which is quite nice, seeing them in there as well. I think they're going to come in very clutch, especially when we see all of the Seraphon hit the table, which I think is quite interesting, uh, and the Bladegeist Revenants do mortal wounds when they charge in. That's very good, especially in some of the major top threats, specifically things like Korn, um, and also into things like KO. Uh, so yeah, pretty cool list and then he got wide pieces in and he was running a real funky fleshy court assist and a boron art regent who was the general and then an boron ghoul king and then he had two big a Go ghoul kings and royal terrorgeists and then two Vargov courtiers and some minimum crypt ghouls in his list my assumption is if the two big monsters do lots of damage uh he screens with the crypt ghouls and then he uses all of the characters to do maximum summoning really relying on the ghoul kings uh, on terrorgeist to do a ton of output. Don't forget that they do have the strike twice effect, which I think is very interesting. So overall, um, some cool lists coming out of Sweden. Uh, and it was held here at the Game Castle, uh, located very handily next to, as always, a weed store and a martial arts dojo just around the corner. Now, the event was won by, congratulations, by a Skaven army uh, piloted by Nicholas Turpin. Um, and in the list was Wall on Bone Ripper. Um, uh, Warlock Engineer, who's the General, then 2 units of 20 Clan Rats and a unit of 9 Storm Fiends. Uh, and then on the Soul Seeker, some Rattling Guns and a Warp Grinder. Um, of course, uh, those Storm Fiends get all of the buffs to make it so they do tons of damage, and the Clan Rats' job is to screen them out. Wall, with his Warpfire Projectors, are really good into hordes and do lots of mortal wounds, if you can protect him from other units charging him in, which is very, very good. So big congratulations to him uh, and some Rattling Guns and also some Warp Grinders, that's brilliant. Then Damian Daz uh, came, uh, got the 4-1 for his Ironeth Deepkin Ironrack, and uh, it's nice to see Ironeth Deepkin doing so well. So Damien, that's a big shout out. Um, and those are all of the uh, players. Well, that's all the results from that event. Our next event, our next event is the Ironweld uh, GT. Uh, and this had, Ironweld had 57 players at the event. So congratulations, uh, and the event was won by, let me just find out, Ooh, drum roll everyone in the chat, mm-hmm. Anthony Lawrence uh, going 5-0 with his Pretenders host, Sinesh Army, uh, and Derek Perham uh, with the four and a draw with Grave sort of like Gravelord's Legion of Blood Army. The um, Sinesh Army was Pretenders, the sub-faction where you get lots of CP, and also you get to do lots of command abilities. There's Contorted Epitome, Shard, Speaker of Sinesh, and the Mask. Contorted Epitome, obviously that buff piece, Shard, Speaker of Sinesh um, uh, uh, in there as well for the, the minus one save. Uh, and then the Mask, obviously with that like little Alpha Strike, like Deep Strike, which is quite fun. barb Archers, 10 Demonettes, then 10 Mimrodesh Painbringers, which is quite fun. 20 Wounds on a 3-up armor save, they can have... Um, uh, plus one save from their war scroll as well as other sources uh, so pretty survivable especially if you do get all of the points up on the uh, depravity table so that they're then minus one to hit doing mortals and sixes to hit and a five award save then two units of five sick blade seekers sorry one unit of five sick blade seekers and a unit of five bliss barb seekers uh, a cockatrice so then you could put those behind the pain bringers uh, to make it so that you can only hit them on sixes uh, ten on gore and six furies as well so um some uh, a nice variety of units there actually really mixing up um uh, some little key pieces to do some additional things in matchups which you really like to see especially the furies the Ungor, and the cockatrice so actually uh, super cool and i saw black grave lords this has got neferata a vampire lord vampire lord and zombie dragon some skeletons and then some blood knights a big unit of 10 and a corpse cart so uh, i think a lot of people are really enjoying those death skeletons now Uh, they're very very scary uh, because they're skeletons but also because uh, their ability to heal back into units so commonly and often is so good so shout out to those guys uh, and we'll move on to the four ones. The four ones, Nate Trentnelly was running Ni- the Nighthorn Emerald Host, Corey Begley was also running Nighthorn, Anthony Trentnelly was running Slaves of Darkness, Sam Gould was running Beast of Chaos, Tom Ling was running Soul Black Grave Lords, and Sam Morgan was running the Lithysian Defenders. Travis Pearson was running Stormcast Eternals and then Austin Farnham was running Stormcast Eternals. Congratulations to all of them doing so well at these events super proud of you hope you had a lovely time our next event is the bao 48 players battled it out on the coast of the usa uh, to become the champion of the bao 48 players Uh, it was held at uh, a marriott hotel i think uh, looking at it it was organized by john foolman uh and the winner of the event uh was a lovely man i'm a huge fan benjamin hoskins with his slaves to darkness army and he's got a great list. He's got a Cabalist army with a slaves of Darkness demon prince as a general, making him the Idolator Lord. Uh, and he's got the Conqueror's Crown. He's got a Dark Earth War Queen and a Chaos Sorcerer Lord. Dark Earth War Queen is 100 points with Tunnel Master, so I think that's for a first turn battle tactic. But then he's got two units of Corvus Cabal that can deep strike and grab objectives. He's got two units of nine Untamed beasts which can pre-game move cap objectives uh then he's got two units of 30 splinter fang which have an amazing amount of melee output especially in mortal wounds um and then he's got unit 10 splinter fang and then a unit of the unmade uh backed all all backed up by two chaos gargants and two mind steelers pharynxes now the chaos gargants are going to reduce the save of the enemy and the splinter fang uh then who do a lot of attacks uh, are more likely to get more of their attacks through. Uh, and reducing the save of the enemy, I think, stacks, uh, which I think is fun. All of these units also, when they die, they can come back to life uh, at half strength, obviously, um, uh, thanks to being in the Ravager sub-faction. So a really interesting and dynamic list going 5-0. You absolutely love to see it. It's brilliant. Uh, and then uh, our other 5-0 from the event was Noah Aquino. Having already organized an event this weekend in Mexico, he also went to the BAO and 5-0'd at that event as well. This man is so multi-facet talented. He's got so many arrows in fires and in his quiver and all things. Iron's in a fire, arrows in a quiver, he's full of them. Uh, So congratulations to him. And he's running a Fire Slayer's Greyfeard army with a runemaster, a Rune Smiter battlesmith and this double flame keeper an auric rune father and he's got some hearthguard berserkers and some volkite berserkers as well So he's got four units of ten uh, sorry three units of ten um, and so he's just got like some really good hammer units in his two units of hearthguard instead of going for one unit of 15 he's going to two units of ten uh, which means he can distribute where he puts his power especially good if Belacor gets used and he's got the volkite berserkers which obviously benefit from the sub-faction um, uh, in his list and then he's got a grimrath berserker and a doom seeker so um pretty cool uh, overall and you're seeing more of these little um uh, galician champions making these fire slayers list whether or not they will in the next ghb is a great question uh mo- look moving on sorry to the four ones you've got christopher Schelling uh, with his green right gets getting a four one and matt the nuge uh getting with his beast of chaos dart walkers army uh going four one and only losing the final game uh, Colin Venables with his Blades of Corn army. Skullfiend Tribe going 4-1. Matthew Hunt with his OCR Bone Reapers army uh, getting a 4-1. Uh, Eugene Averin with his Goonspike Gits. Brian Downey with his Carriage and Overlords. Rick Ferreira with his OCR Bone Reapers all getting the 4-1s at the event. Congratulations to all of you. I hope you had a lovely time. Our next event was the Motor City Mayhem event uh, being held in uh, Grand River Avenue, Novi, Michigan. Organised by Tim barnum shout out to tim uh and then here's a picture of it it's unfortunately not located near any martial arts dojos uh, but that's a different uh, thing uh the event was won by michael roush or swaggy shadow sword as i know him um with his ocr bone reapers praetorian's army he has catacross a leech cavalos a Mortis bone shaper and then he has one two three four five units of sorry six units of cavalos death riders and then a unit of six mortis guard all in a battle regiment. So the Death Riders do mortal wound impact hits when they charge in, um, which is very, very effective. Uh, they can also like get into the area of the enemy where using their Death Rider wedge to get into other sections with a six-inch pile in, which is really cool as well. Catacross is going to give them all plus one save. So you're looking at 75 wounds with a three-up armor save and a six up ward, can sometimes be a five up ward as well. Um, so like very, very strong in hitting the enemy, doing a lot of attacks. Uh, then retreat and then do some more attacks later uh, which is good and then the Immortus Guard are just going to run around with Catacross doing loads of damage and also being very tough to kill so it's just an incredibly high armor save army uh, with good output um, that can be really fast if it really wants to be. Um and just does a lot of damage. So a uh, big congratulations to Michael. For he did say he was like, I'm gonna go all in on the Death Riders. And not only did he do it, he also won events with it. So congratulations to him. In the four one bracket though, uh we had a bunch more players doing really well. Um we had Nick Carr with his Freshie of courts, Nicholas True with his carriage and overlords, Jeff Campbell Crawley, um I think Probably playing with his Earth, Jack Carwood with his Hostess Nesh. Jack Myers with his Flesh Eater Courts. Christian Ware with his Gloom Spike Gitz. Yeah, so congratulations to all those players. Someone has done the ladder this time. Uh, so Mark Nodge won the event. Congratulations to you with his Carriageman Overlords. Barak Urbaz. Uh, he had an Arkanoid Admiral, a Chemist, and another Chemist. Then 15 Thunderers, 15 Thunderers, 5 Thunderers, a Gun Hauler, and then 10 Arkanoid Company. An ironclad and the soul screen bridge in a bottle. Um, you you bridge over 15 uh, Thunderers. You move 15 Thunderers in a boat. You shoot everyone as much as you can. That's how you do it. Well done to Mark Nodge. In the 4-1 bracket, you had Kieran Coates doing 4-1 with Skaven, which is awesome. Carl Murray with his Iron Jaws. John McGrath with Stormcast Eternals. Adam Williamson with his Blaze of Corn. And then Quang Kevang with his Maggot Kin of Nurgle. Congratulations to all those players. I hope you had a wonderful time. At the event, our next event was the Battle in the Smoky Mountains AOS GT, um, uh, run uh, with 22 players. Uh, the event was organized by Stephen Valley uh, and it was located uh, at the Ace Miller Golden Gloves Arena, I'm pretty certain, uh, in the lovely little town here. Uh, which is pretty nice, uh, on top of the Smoky Mountains. Uh, you can play Aikido, uh, or you can do Aikido nearby, uh, two miles away, so that's, that's handy. The event was won by John Anderson. He went 5-0 with his Lumineth Realm Lords Helon list. Uh, it had uh, Teklis, it had Sentinels, it had some Wardens, um, and uh, it had a Rune Petrification, and all the stuff you would expect to see in a Techlist Helon castle. Uh, Which does lots of extra shooting then Josh Bennett with his host of pretenders uh, uh, sorry, host of pretenders host list uh, got the 4-1 Cameron Fields with silver necklace got a 4-1 Frederick Schmidt with Carriage and Overlords got the 4-1 as well. Congratulations to all of them Hope they had a lovely time. Well done. Our next event was in the UK. In fact, it was where I'm recording this video right now at the TSN Arena here in Nottingham. We hold events all the time. Uh, Search on Eventbrite for the Honest Wargamer if you want to join us for our events. Uh, Our event was won by Hazel Moon (laughs) running the Lithician Defenders. But in fact, she wasn't running Lithician Defenders. She was running Ogres or the Monster Trucks. She was running uh, Huskarl on Thunder, Tusker, Frosthorn, on Stonehorn and then uh, three stone horns and a Thunder Tusk Beast Riders uh, in her list as well. So doing lots of mortal wounds because of the Blood Vultures and then just sending the Monster Trucks forward. In the 4-1 bracket, you had uh, Dayton Obrey with his Blades of Corn traveling over from Canada to play. He did really, really well uh, and it was a wonderful little event and I had a lovely time. Our next event is our next event is the Birmingham GT? Uh, obviously held in Birmingham, it had twelve players uh, playing, and it was a golden ticket event. So you got to be, uh, you got to go to the world championships of Age of Sigmar if you could beat the other twelve players. Uh, and it was won by Mr. Matthew Gouldsborough, running a sawblade grave lord's army from Legion of Blood, um, Neferata, Vampire Lord, and Zombie Dragon, Luke of I, and then gas Courtier. 3 units of 10 death rock skeletons and then some blood knights this is obviously uh pre-faq so he's going to be able to redeploy loads of those units obviously he's got an unrendable an unrendable vampire lawn zombie dragon lots of his units hit on twos he can make the blood knights have an unrendable save as well uh, just very effective and very competent and matt is a brilliant player. Then Chris Robertson uh, got a 4-1 with his Soul Blight Gravelords Army as well. Congratulations to all of those and everyone at the Birmingham GT. While at the Age of Sigmar World Championships, there was a 150 person Age of Sigmar event and it was a singles event. So the team championships happened on the uh, the Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And then there was two day singles event before with 150 players, which is amazing. Which meant we ended up with four 5-0s from the event um, and we streamed all of those games. So those games will be available to watch. They're already available to watch on twitch.tv forward slash the T Sports Network, and they'll be available to watch later in the week on uh, the T Sports Network YouTube if you want to go check it out. Uh, and we covered most of these games uh, being played. Yorin, who won the event, um, was running Gloom Spike Gits with uh, two units of 36 Squig Herd, and then just all of the parts that you need for a very typical Gloom Spike Gits list. Ronya, um uh was also running clues like gitz uh, with exactly the same thing and then lucas in lucas Kaluza. although Ronyas was i think a squig her down and she had more support pieces lucas Kaluza in fourth place who's german was but was representing team greece uh, he also um was running squigs so it was three jaws of Mork armies in first second and fourth however in third place uh, Vladislav vladislav uh, was running a Blades of Cord army uh, with loads of Blood Warriors which was really excellent to see. Um, he had a Bloodstircator, a Bloodthirst from Infect Fury, a Bloodmaster, a Rungle Ritualist, and bellacor and 30 Blood Warriors, and then 10 Blood Reavers, and 8 Claws of Karnak. And there was some incredible games streamed, uh, especially from Vlad, but also the other players as well. Jorin playing uh, a masterful game into Nighthaunt. Uh, at one point, uh, and they were all covered. So really good list, but they're all the same kind of Jaws and Walks, Squigs stuff. So don't need to go through uh, loads. Uh, but there was also loads of four ones, obviously. Uh, great players like Danny Elvsterd, Nicholas Rasso, Morton Winkle, uh, Jonas Am, uh, Michael Attali, uh, Andrea Epis, uh, representing in Italy, uh, uh, Andrea Epics, really. Uh, Colin Clarine, representing Germany, uh, Hadrian Torin. Uh, all these went four, uh, four and one. Uh, because it was a massive singles event, 150 players of some of the best players in the world. So just a very brilliant, uh, very brilliant environment. And Squigs came out on top of that event. And that's probably worth talking about later on. Our next event was the Armed Forces Day 6, uh, organized over in Lockport, Illinois, organized by Patrick Gannon, had 40 players attending. Uh, the event was won by Jake Kachi Muir with his OCR Bone Reapers No Myriad list. So don't forget that they've got a 2 plus Spell Ignore, uh, which is going to be very, very good into upcoming threats like Seraphon and existing threats like Techlis um, uh, and also Zinch, uh, which is pretty good. He's got Arcan the Black in the list as well, so just in case, of spell in, uh, just in case the um, Spell Ignore isn't good. Oh, yeah, it was also organized at the uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars, uh, like, um, place. I think place is the right, like, Lodge? something like that. Uh, Arcan the Black is in the list, so obviously he's got a, a good uh, ability to unbind spells as well, because he's got pluses to do that. A great spellcaster in of himself. A Bone Shaper with the Aura of Sterility to reduce shooting down, and the Artifact to Power of the Artisan's Key, which means you're gonna be able to bring back additional uh, either Stalkers or um, uh, the Mortis Guard, which is what they're really designed to do. So between the Bone Shaper and, uh, yeah, between the Bone Shaper, Arcan, and uh, Catacross, there's a potential to bring back four um, models into an Immortus Guard unit in one battle round, which is pretty sorry in one hero phase, which is pretty crazy, uh, to be honest. Um, and then in the list, so Arcan, Bone Shaper, and Catacross plus one save for everyone uh, from Catacross. Necropolis Stalkers, unit of three, a unit of two Morgas Archai, a unit of uh, six Immortus Guard, and a unit of one, a unit of five Death Riders and the Nightmare Predator. So not um, not lots of board presence, but that board presence is incredibly survivable, um, has a natural immunity to spells and spell damage, and um, is really good in a melee fight, and also reduces the effectiveness of shooting down from the opponent as well. So actually really, really clever, very, very strategic. In um, the 4-1 category, he had Mr. Pajama Pants with his character and overlords, Barrack Zilfin. Jake Bentrup with his OCR Bone Reapers, Mortis Praetorians. And then John Oting with his Blades of Corn, Tribe. And then Austin Timick with his Cruel Boys, Grinning Blades, going 4-1. That's incredible. He has a Snatcher Boss on Sludraker, Swamp Call of Shaman on Potgrot. And he had three of those. And then a Killer Boss on Great Nashtooth. 20 Gut Rippers, 10 Gut Rippers, 10 Hogrot Slitters. And then three units of six Manscule Bolt boys. That's amazing. It's legitimately going 4-1 with that is brilliant. He should be super proud of himself. Massive congratulations there. Um, and then Nicholas True, Carrier Overlords going 4-1. William Stanford, of Chaos going 4-1. And then Kevin Engel with his Ogre, tribes, More Tribes, uh, Ogre, More Tribes, Meat Fist Army going 4-1. Congratulations to all the people. Hope they had a great time. Uh, and a special shout out to that 4-1. That was really impressive for the cruel cool Our next event uh, was the Quest of Champions GT Heat 3 uh, with 42 players happening in England. Now the TO, super lovely guy called Dan, uh, keeps putting the wrong address on Best Coast Pairings and he keeps directing everyone in the world to go to this bungalow located in Sutton-on-Ashfield uh, as the venue for the event. And it isn't. It's actually a very lovely venue called Sanctuary War Games. Um, but... Until he addresses the fact that he keeps putting the address in wrong, I'm going to keep saying that the event happened in this bungalow. So there you go. <laughs> anyway, the event was won by Peter Twig with his Blades of Corn army. Uh, with his Blades of Corn army, and he was running the subfaction the Flayed. He had a Slaughter Priest, a Rongor Ritualist, a Bloodthirster and a of Fury, a Blood Then he had two units of ten Blood Warriors, some Flesh Hounds, and then two units of three Mighty Skull Crushers. Uh, the movement, um, as is as Corn quite rightly shouts out um out of phase movement for the out of phase movement god uh corner able to move in the hero phase a lot um and then pin units in and that works really well uh, especially in your opponent's turn when doing that with mighty skull crushes as an example because they're two up armor save or blood warriors uh because of their very good armor save as well add into the fact that you can do three to six charges uh from the bloodthirster of affected fury and you've got the um uh, and also you've got the ability to add on to their armor, say if you've got an army that can pin you in, fight you uh, on objectives and it's going to be very hard to get rid of them. They're very good against prayers uh, and they have uh, a lot of abilities to take objectives or move in turns where you weren't expecting. Um, so very interesting army, so congratulations to Peter, uh, really good job. In the 4-1 bracket, Rory Carter was also playing Blades of Corn, but he was running Bloodlords. Lords. have to say, one of the most diverse, um, armies that we're seeing on the tabletop right now. Lots of different units being played, uh, for Corn. Uh, Gary Percival with his Blades of Corn army also did really well. Daniel Scott with his Carriage General Overlords army went 4-1. Mike Stewart with his Firesayers army went 4-1. Matt Pardo with his Blades of Corn army went 4-1. Thomas Wainwright with his uh, Soulblight Gravelords went 4-1. And then Farron Key, uh, Twitch Terry TV, with his Soulblight Gravelords going 4-1. A special congratulations to him, um, as he's one of the chat. Uh, I hope everyone had a lovely time. Our next event is the AOS Buggy GT, with 32 players playing in the United States of America. There was, uh, the event was organized by Matt Shantz. Shout out to Matt, I hope you had a lovely time and in first place was Keegan Graves using Skaven, which is not a list I normally read out in the 5-0 bracket, so congratulations to him. They don't have sub-factions because their book is copy and pasted from the Age of Sigmar 1 book that they got. Uh, they had a Verminal Warbringer, a Warlock Bombardier, and he's got the artifact, The File of the Fulminator. Now, this is always spicy when I see that being the artifact, because that means Doom Wheels, baby. He's got a Grey Seer, Thanqual, obviously, and another Grey Seer, so lots of spells. Two, three units of 20 Clan Rats, and then two Doom Wheels in the house. Two Doom Wheels in the house. Now, don't forget, Doom Wheels can be very fast, and they've got a pretty medium shooting profile. Uh, but they've got the ability to move over infantry units and do mortal wounds. Um, and they can go incredibly fast with the Vile of the Forminator, so they can literally block in their opponent, uh, which I think is really, really fun, and you love to see it. So, um, lovely, lovely stuff, Keegan. At the rest of the event uh raymond lane uh went 4-1 with his Magikin army cole nutston went 4-1 with the soul black Gravelords. travis Boyson went 4 one with the saves to darkness army and then uh, eric wilson with soul black Gravelords army went 4 one massive congratulations to all those players the next events we're going to look at is the texas masters gt organized by austin weird knobs. uh the weird knobs collective uh, have a uh, they have a youtube channel twitch channel and also uh, they have a uh, website you can go check out. They make lots of really good resources for Age of Sigmar, like sheets you can print out, um, tournament packs and other stuff. They're a wicked little collective of people. So shout out to the Weird knobs guys. Uh, they held the Texas Masters. This is where they'll get the, mo- the best performing players from around Texas. Don't forget there are more people living in Texas than live in Australia. And they'll get them together and then they'll pitch them against each other i think we had 24 players at this texas masters oh 32 i apologize and the current texas master drum roll if you're watching this on youtube from everyone at home is ryan rutherford with his soul like grave laws list he took neferata with a spell for ignoring rent necromancer a vampire lord with tunnel master a vampire lord and zombie dragon with the command trait master of magic and not do minions which i think is pretty interesting. Two units of 10 direwolves and a unit of 20 dead walker zombies and then two units at 20 graveguard. so he has three major threats the 20 gra- 20 grave there's two lots of them and also uh the van and zombie dragon everything else is uh either buffing like the ferrata and the necromancers or screening like the direwolves and the dead walker zombies uh, a massive congratulations to him matt taylor with his ocr bone reapers came second um, and went for one Then the rest of the four ones are marcus miller with his soul black grave lords marco hernandez with the Gloomsight Gits. Brian Lofton with his base of corn, Benjamin Richardson with his uh, Hostess Nash went 3-2, but I've read it out, so he scraped in. Well done to him. Hope everyone in Texas had a great uh, time. Move on to the next event. Our next event is the 2D6 Oslo Hammer, the best of the worst. Uh, this is pretty fun. It was in Norway uh, and it was organized by Mark Nielsen. Now, uh, some of you might not speak Norwegian, I do. Uh, the event details go on to describe the fact that because the Age of Sigma World Championships was on while this event was running, Then the better players in their gaming club 2D6, one of the largest gaming clubs, by the way, in the world, um, uh, they were all away playing in the World Championships. They were like, finally, yeah, the mid-tier gods. We can do this. We can put ourselves out there. Um, And so they organized an event amongst themselves uh, to be the the best of the worst. Uh, (laughs) And the event was won by Eric Svensson, who was running Flesh Eater Courts. He had a Blister Skin Army with a boron Ghoul King on Royal Zombie Dragon, an Arc Regent, a Royal um, a Ghoul King on Royal terrorgeist and then a Ghoul King. Then he had a unit of Crypt Flares and two units of Crypt Ghouls. So he just had some major threats in the Ghoul King and Royal terrorgeist there and the Borrent Ghoul King on Royal Zombie Dragon as well. So he has lots of like big damage there, and then that big massive unit of Crypt Flares, a unit of nine, five hundred and fifty points. Um, with, uh, in the Galician Veteran's Battalion, so they can fight in two ranks. Uh, doing lots of screams into low bravery units, and then just doing lots and lots of mortal wounds. Stacking all the attacks from the, um, the arc region, to so add plus D3 attacks, and the Ghoul King and add an additional plus one. So up to four attacks. Really useful um, to then also cast a spell on them in the new GHB to make those guys rend three. That would be great. Uh, so congratulations to er- Eric Svensson. Martin Nielsen, the organizer of the event, uh, came second and he went 4-1 uh, and he was running Soul Black Grave Lords Gravelords, Vrycross Dynasty. Big congratulations to him uh, and everyone at the event. Our, next event. our next event is the Death and Destruction GT in the USA, which featured 17 players battling it out uh, in this wonderful strip mall here, Summer Hill Plaza. They battled it out at the Hobbit Hobbies, having got themselves a tattoo, a gun at the smoking guns rack, uh, got their poodle groomed and bought themselves some tobacco. Uh, Just a fantastic place. Uh, The event was organized um, in uh, North Carolina by Dan Guishwind and the event was won by the amazing Fabian Babous running Blades of Corn, Reapers of Vengeance. So he uh, had in his army a scarbrand, a bloodthirster of a of fury blood secretor a romgore richlist, scar blood and a bloodmaster herald of corn they had three units of 10 blood reavers and he had a unit of skull reapers he had a unit of skull reapers um a unit of 10 is the important part so giving out a lot of blood tithe to be able to power up those major threats in the skull reapers and also scar blood uh a big congratulations all to to michael Schlegermilch. Uh, who went for one with his Stormcast Eternals Hammers of Sigmar army? The next event is a Games Workshop run event, the U.S. Open Kansas City Age of Sigmar Grand Tournament, with sixteen players. Uh, let me just get that right. Yes, correct. Uh, with sixteen players, and the event was organised by several people, but it looks like Zach Rockner. Shout out to Zach. Hope you had a lovely time. Uh, Zach um, allowed Frederick, or Frederick didn't even didn't even get stopped. Frederick won the event. Uh, going 5-0 with his Caradron Overlord's Army. He was running Barrack Zilfin, and he had an Chemist, an Admiral, and Brock Grungson. Then he had a Frigate, a unit 15 Thunderers, 10 Arcadort Company, and an Ironclad, and would you believe it, a Solstreen Bridge, and some Endrid Riggers in his list as well. So he would be able to teleport over his unit of Thunderers um, in the bridge. His Ironclad can run around as well, and his Engine Riggers can heal his Ironclad perfect absolutely perfect in the 4-1 bracket andrew johnson was able to get a 4-1 with his legion of blood and el miller was able to get a 4-1 with his slaves to darkness knights of the empty throne army congratulations to all of those players our next event is the straight edge wargaming gt in sweden uh, it's a fantastic looking place look at this uh, for podcast listeners I'm describing what looks to be an idyllic place where only dreams and joy occur is what I'm currently describing uh, it was won by Adam Saffron and the Soulblight Gravelords this we'll talk about that in a minute but it was organized by Johan Baranda uh, so shout out to Johan I'm pretty certain he's in the chat um, and yeah Adam Saff, as I said won the event with Soulblight Gravelords uh, he's got in his list, Neferata, apparently there are a billion Neferatas now, Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, with two minions and the cocoa Mist and Shadows, a Vampire Lord on foot, a White King, and then two units of 40 Dead Walker Zombies, a unit of 20, and then 20 Graveguard. So, uh, obviously loads of output from the Zombies, they're also a good meat shield as well, all the output that you can also get from the Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, um, and then Neferata to make units unrendable, uh, specifically, I don't know who she would make unrendable actually, um maybe herself maybe herself anyway just know being really good uh but this is post errata so thank you very much in the 4-1 bracket we had Ramsus Helkvist uh running in the slaves of darkness knights of the empty throne army uh and then uh, a shout out to everyone at that event i hope they had a lovely time uh, the organizer seems wonderful um and if you get any chances to go to what seems to be an idyllic event in sweden then please do go check it out. Our next event is the Cryptic Cabin GT being held uh with with eight players in England. Now we didn't actually get a close up of this but it was it took place in the Cryptic Cabin Miniature Shop uh located uh in uh Warfield. Now pretty excitingly uh, this event is also right next to the Mystical Stone Gift Shop, the Biltong Emporium and also uh the leather shop and uh the um uh, the Gornstone Barbecue Shop. So it's kind of like the perfect place to finish a game of Warhammer, pick yourself up some mystical stones, uh, visit the Creative Farming and uh, Memorabilia gift shop, and then get yourself some Biltong to chew on. Pretty gangster. Uh, the event was won, though, by... Oh, I should talk... It was organised by uh, Russell Offered Thanks, Russell, for organising the event. Sounds great. Please invite me. Uh, and it was won by Ken Keane running his lumineth realm lord's army uh he got four wins and a draw so congratulations to him and he wasn't just running uh, a techless castle instead he had a cenarion Lightner, which is awesome uh he had a starry law seeker an alarith stone mage and then the light of altharion very topical as it's currently been uh, winning world championships then a unit of 10 wardens twice and then you of 20 sentinels mixed with a Starshard ballista rune of petrification nascent jaws and twin stones and then a unit of 10 stone guard and five blade lords a complete cornucopia of units uh which is pretty phenomenal so congratulations to him that's brilliant and then tom newton uh, uh with his old black grave lords was able to go 4-1 so congratulations to him and everyone at the cryptic cabin gt hope you had a great time our next event is a massive 72 player event in Australia, the Sydney Slaughter, organized by an absolutely wonderful group of people. I don't know how they all fit them inside uh this gaming centre, but they did. Uh organized by Chris Welfare of the Mortally Wounded Podcast. Huge fan of Chris Welfare, I am Dan Brewer and James Mabry. Thanks to those guys for organizing what was probably a brilliant event. The event was won by Mr. Terence Voller. Now, Terence was running a Hedonites of Sinesh army, and he was from the sub-faction Pretender's Host. He had a Lord of Pain, he had Belakor, and a great Bray Shaman as an ally. And then he had 22 Bliss Barb Archers. Four times. For 88 Bliss Barb Archers. Four, as the chat helping me write, 180 shots at Rend 1. Don't forget, obviously, with the Bliss Barb Seekers, he's got a unit of five of those as well. Can make that rend too effectively uh, because of what you can do. Use Bellicourt to shut a unit down. Uh, don't forget, you're going to be able to. Oh no, because he's not pretenders. He can't even stand and shoot three times. Can he? <laughs> Lol. <laughs> okay, no problem. Um, amazing. Oh no, he is pretenders. Never mind. Ignore me. So he can stand and shoot three times with three of those units. So I guess screen with them and then just shoot a million shots. Shoot loads of shots, all the shots. Uh, which is incredible uh, uh why the bray shaman he's cheap he's 95 points um and you can put tunnel master on him um which is pretty good i don't think you can get a 95 point hero in slanesh and that gives you a first turn uh ability to do cunning maneuver which is a battle tactic so i think that's probably that um to be honest and then in the 4-1 bracket you had mitch bug with his gloom spike gets ben spinetti uh oh Spinetti also went 5-0 with his carriage and overlords Barrack Urbas. Sorry, it, there must be some soft, soft scores moving stuff around but special shout out to Ben Spenetti, uh who also took a picture of his list yikes. Uh, he's got an Arkonaut Admiral, a chemist, a navigator code right, two engine messes with engine harnesses, 20 Arkonaut Company, three engine riggers twice a gun hauler, six Sky Wardens, three Sky Wardens, five Thunderers and an Arkonaut frigate. So an MSU ko army with multiple engine masters and an arkanoid frigate amazing um bob bob van emmerich uh, with the Solbright naval grave also went 4-1 matthew campbell went 4-1 thomas o- with his blaze of corn thomas oliver with maggot Nurgle went 4-1 ashby coon went 4-1 with his disciple zinch Guild of summoners army now i've met chris welfare several times he's a superstar and if you ever get the chance to go to uh one of these sydney events then i would encourage you to do so because they're brilliant and he's brilliant so uh, i hope everyone had a great time at the event our next event is the summer of sigma 2 uh being uh organized in the usa with 44 different players our winner was jeremy lefevre with his he Knights the Snatch list the event was organized by jason flanza and it was being held here um, at the oh let me just double check the name again. I want to make sure this right. The uh the gamers guild AZ uh, gaming venue. Uh now the Snesh list that did really well was the notes Nights of Snesh God Seekers list. It was a Lord of Pain, an infernal raptures keeper of secrets, Sigvald, the Mask, and also a Lord of Pain. And then two units of eleven Bliss Barb archers, a unit five twin souls, a unit of minimum five bliss barb seekers, and five slickblade seekers. Slickblade seekers, sorry so pretty interesting i'm gonna say uh very minimal units uh, on the front line and then keeper secrets obviously make sigval fight twice so getting a lot of depravity fire that way keeper secrets legitimately a threat themselves um so yeah pretty interesting oh and uh and then yes there's some Galician sharpshooters on the bliss barb archer so i think that's probably quite uh useful as well. Very interesting list. You absolutely love to see it. Uh, especially like snesh list being slightly different, more hero heavy. It's quite fun. Uh, then Mason Knox with four and a draw with Grave Gravelords. And then Roman Silver with his gravelords 4 and a draw. Aaron Nubon uh with his uh Deepkin going 4-1. Jed Spears with Fireslayers Fire Slayers going 4-1. Shane Lambert going 4-1 with his disciples of Inch Guild of Summoners. So uh, again, Sinesh doing really, really well. Uh, A special shout out to Jeremy. Well done, you superstar. Our next event is over in Australia, the No Holds Bar GT organized by The Failed Charge, which is a great podcast. If you get the chance to listen to it, please do. Um, Absolutely brilliant. And being held in Australia, being held actually at this lovely hotel, the Alexandria Hills in Queensland, Australia. Uh, So 37 players battled it out to be the No Holds Bar champion. Uh, it was organised by Carwin Llewellyn, who's also brilliant. I got to meet him several times, and he's just great. The event was won by Aaron Gensch, running the Disciples of Zeench list. Uh, he has Guild of Summoners, uh, so obviously you can summon lots of Change. have got Kairos, Fateweaver, Inaugroid Thermitage, a Cursling, 2 units of 10 Pink Horrors, 3 units of 10 Karakakalites, and a unit of Karak, uh, sorry, a unit of Zangor Enlightened on Disk of Zinch, and then Umbral Spellport, Tome of Eyes, and the Burning Head. So, zenith's just very good on the primary, especially with two units of pinks. Um, has a little uh, small unit to go and take out a key enemy unit in those Zangor Enlightened, and then just summoning Lords of Change as fast as his uh, spellcasting could take him. In the 4-1 bracket, Zenith Mills Shorter was uh, went 4-1 with Solbright Gravelords. Gavin Woodrow uh, with his Spike Gits. Quinn Gorlick with his Seraphon Thunder Lizard, which is a legitimately fantastic result for Seraphon at the moment, so well done to Quinn. Um, and everyone at the event. I hope they had a lovely time, and uh, if you do get the chance to go to Brisbane to play, you should. Our next event is the Clash of Swords 2023 event organized by the founder of Age of Sigmar, Mo Ashraf. Uh, A special congratulations to him on just being perfect in every way. Uh, He had 34 players playing at his event, the Clash of Swords. If you don't know what I mean, there is a video you can check out on The Honest Wargamer called The Founding of Age of Sigmar if you want to go check it out. Um, uh, But yeah, Clash of Swords 2023, 34 players playing at the event. Uh, the winning player uh, was Joseph McGough with his disciples Zinch Guild of Summoners again. Um, and he was running Kairos Fateweaver, a Gaunt Summoner of Zinch, a Cursling, and a Fate Master. And then he was running a unit of 20 Pink Horrors, two units of Karak Acolytes, and then a unit of Screamers of Zinch with the Umbral Spellport on the Term of Eyes. So, um, like I've said a lot, being able to just hold the primary really well is very good, especially with a massive unit of pinks. Then, using all the summoning points that you get from all the casters to get a lot of summoning. And then um, uh, get a lot of points and summon more Lords of Change uh, to battle it out against this army. So uh, massive congratulations to Joe. Um, Alex Tubb went 4-1 with his OCR Bone Reapers. Aaron Boyhun came, uh, went 4-1 with his OCR Bone Reapers. Uh, Rowan, Rowan Kemas also went 4-1 with his Disciples of Zinch, Host Arcanum. Going into round four there was actually a four-way Bone Reaper mirror match he had two tables where all four players were playing Bone Reapers in a mirror. Pretty funny, in my opinion. Uh, it was great. If you do get the chance to go to Home Games, uh, which is located in Cardiff, or go to an event organized by Mo, both, both of which are great. So I would encourage you to do so. Our next event is Coast Hammer 2023. That happened in the USA with 22 players. Uh, it was located here uh, in Hoquim. Uh, and the event was organized by Jason Bird. Uh, so shout out jason i hope you had a lovely time thanks so much uh and the first place winner was chris lemoy with soul blight grave lords but don't fear there's no neferata in this list instead there's manfred von karstein because it's legion of night not legion of blood a necromancer a vampire lord three units of te- uh, five direwolves ten direwolves sorry uh 30 skeletons some zombies and then two units of 20 Graveguard. As i was just saying to the chat what can beat two units of 20 graveguard at the moment they're just winning everything um in second place was matthew kanjisa uh going 4-1 with his seraph on tail dale johnson with his gloomspite gets with the jaws of mork and then phil zoshak with his Fireslayers slayers Greyfeard army uh absolutely brilliant work for everyone there hope they had a lovely time um looks like uh, there's a lot of charm in hoquim uh, in that town and i'd love to visit one day our next event is a new event in the age of sigma roster but it will be an ongoing one falcon if you're somewhere in canada and you want to go to moncton uh, and go and hang out with one of the best people on earth peter colosimo the falcon uh, then you can go and play age of Sigmar with a bunch of legends the event was won by frederick uh, there we go. Uh, and here's a picture of him with his best sports trophy and one of his best friends, Mr. Tristan. Uh, and what a great trophy. Absolutely wonderful. Um, uh, it was the first two-day event that's ever happened in the Maritimes in Canada. So a special shout-out to Pete for organising it. He should be super proud. Uh, looking at what Frederic's list was, though, uh, you can see you can see that he was running a Fleshy Court's King list. Don't forget, that's our second flesh Eater courts 5-0 and also our second uh frederick going 5-0 so nerf frederick please uh crypt haunt courtier an abhorrent arc regent an abhorrent ghoul king or royal terror geist and then a crypt infernal courtier and then two units or well, so one unit six crypt horrors one unit of nine crypt Flares, another unit of six crypt horrors and then some crypt ghouls so as we talked about with the other of courts list, well Actually, no, there's been three, hasn't there? Uh, one of them just used a bunch of big monsters. This used, like, uh, the ability to stack loads of attacks on those uh, big units of nine Crypt Flayers, all those units of Crypt Horrors, and then just get do lots of damage that way, which I think is super interesting. Um, so uh, great work there, and it should be super chuffed. In the 4-1 bracket, uh, Jean-Christophe Vallee, uh, with his OCR Bone Reapers, went 4-1. Uh, and then Tristan Gray. With his Lithician Defenders list. Went 4-1. you love to see it. Amazing stuff for Tristan. Long time friend of mine. And uh, superstar. I'm really happy that he was able to get a 4-1. At I think his first ever two day event. So like legitimate excellent work. Might be his th- second or third. So amazing work for him. Well done. Our second last event is the Rome Quaker Age of Sigmar 2,000 point weekend tournament um being organized by Cameron uh special shout out to him for doing a great job and Matt um uh, from the uh Birmingham uh Wargaming Collective I think uh, there were 14 players um and this was in the USA is that right that's not in the USA the Bristol this isn't in USP this is definitely the UK uh it was being held here uh in the UK uh, at this venue and the event was won by Tim Murray with his OCR Bone Reapers Crematoriums Army. Shout out to him. He was running OCR Bone Reapers Crematoriums. Don't forget they explode and do mortal wounds. Leech Cavalos, Mortis and Bone Shaper, Ark and the Black, some Death Riders, six Stalkers, six Mortis Guard, and then a unit of Mortec Guard in there as well. So instead of having Catacross in there, he's got Ark and the Black, uh, the Bone Shaper with the Artisan's Key for the healing, uh, and then all of those units are going to explode, and then there's some healing coming out of the Bone Shaper and Arcan, Not having Catacross is an interesting choice. Uh, And also a special shout out to, uh, there was a spare player who uh, filled in at the last moment with an all steam tank army in the very last moment. And he, uh, he did really well. The Bucket of Grots is his name. And he smashed it. He is brilliant. That's who he is. Uh, all steam tanks is a spare player. What a legend. In the 4-1 bracket, Jamie Denny was running the Silverneth Heartwood list, so he should be super happy. And it was Matt Everett with his Cities of Sigmar, Living City, All Steam Tank Army that almost got a win. If you'd like to know what an all steam tank army looks like, let me tell you. It's a steam tank commander. And then it's another steam tank commander. And then it's one, two, three, four five 16 tanks a unit of free guild handgunners a unit of 20 and then two hellblaster volley guns right uh we're just hearing in the chat that uh all eight steam tanks all eight steam tanks shot at Archeon, and they did two damage stunning and brave which is the best part well done to everyone there the final event how did you do it is by run by me uh the defense of lethis uh, was organized by me at the TSN arena here in Nottingham. Uh, and it was won by Mr. Declan McKittrick with his blades of corn flayed army (laughs) with his unsubmitted list. Uh, but the, the crux of the list, uh, was that he had three units of six, three units of six skull Crushers, um, three units of six skull Crushers in his list. So, uh, I think that's a ton of more. That's that's something like 90 wounds on a no two sixes and two fours sorry no sorry two sixes and uh two threes but either way i think it ends up as like 90 wounds on a tour parma save which is pretty amazing so those skulls were indeed crushed i want to also shout out all the players josh jenkins leo andy ransom andy bunning and josh bunning specifically because um Uh, specifically because they played uh, the Defensive Lethis Battle Pack, which included Twists of Turns as the first mission. Then uh, we had the wonderful and awesome Realmstone Cachet as the second mission. The third mission was The Great Lurkers Below. The fourth mission was just the pretty normal uh, Prize of Galette. And then the fifth mission was a secret mission, um, which they only found out during the fifth battle round, which was twists and turns again that's right double twists and turns to round off this ghb first and last what a great group of lads they had a great time um just uh, well, i hope they had a great time i tried to make them have a good time um uh did really really well so that is 52 events covered over the course of today. And if for some reason you're still watching this video or listen to this podcast, I want to thank you for getting this far. I want to thank Rob and Ziggy again for the stats that they produce and also helping me build this show and the Twitch chat. There we go. Uh, Meta thoughts are going to take a little bit more time to uh, formalize, I think, because uh, there are... Loads of things to break down. I did look at the meta stats before I started the show, and I don't think I'm going to just stick that on the end of this video. I'm going to put that into a different video. I know that a lot of the new books, like, uh, saw like Gravelord's Corn, uh, featured really heavily in lots of and Sinesh in lots of the chats that we were having uh, about the Five O's. There's a good conversation that um people are still learning how to play against those newer books. I think that's fair, and some of those books do seem really strong, like Carriage and Overlords. But we're about to go into a new GHB. And also, we're about to go into a points change for lots of those units as well. So while I definitely will do a recap of the meta over the past six months, because we will have something like 150 events or something crazy in our stats when we finally do uh, get this GHB out of the way, um, uh, I think that it's fair to say that uh, the whole game is still exhilaratingly new. There's loads of new armies, lists, and playstyles to play, especially with a new General's Handbook coming out. And I think that's brilliant. I think the thing that uh, is my takeaway from today, having like recorded this over the course of uh, seven hours, is that the enthusiasm and excitement that you can see from the players to say, hey, that was me, I went 4-1. Or, hey, that was me, that was my second ever event and I won a game. Or, hey, we started a new little gaming club here and there. Sure, loads of the events I read out were just eight people in some place or 12 people in some place. But that's pretty much all you need to have a great time playing Age Sigma. And it's wicked to see the community like growing, and I said that at the beginning of the show. Fifty uh, percent growth on last year is pretty wild, especially because we're not in like a new edition cycle. So you know we're we're getting towards I guess the end of the edition, and you think maybe it would slow down, but it's actually it seems to be picking up, which is really exciting and and I like that. And I think that's got to go down to like a lot of the community leaders. There's loads of like really good clubs and uh, gaming communities that are really pushing uh, their communities forward. So that's wicked to see. I definitely will do an actual meta deep dive, not just a thoughts and feelings deep dive, which I've just done now um, later on in the week. So do keep your eyes open for that. But obviously with new GHB news dropping soon um, and more info, there's all go on that front as well. So Sigma, in, my, in my opinion, is in a thrilling place. Loads of great games to play, loads of exciting matchups. And as we saw from the agency World Team Championships, loads of lists uh, still to play at the highest competitive level and that aren't cookie cutter net lists and beat other people that were expecting uh, them not to do as well. So pretty good. Uh, It's been lovely hanging out. And if you've enjoyed this video, please do like, comment, subscribe on YouTube, podcast. Uh, You could leave us a review on the podcast if you fancy. And if you do, you could always, always, um uh you can always uh support us on patreon so loads of love thanks for tuning in and i hope you enjoyed it